give me a job, give me a job, I promise that I'm qualified, so please don't be a snob, give me a job, give me a job, if you don't give me a job, I'm going to scream. Hello from space, and welcome to our third episode of Give Me a Job. I'm Judy. And I'm Harper. And as usual, we are here to talk about design, tech, diversity, and the entry-level experience. Uh, Before we get started, how are you doing today, Judy? Pretty good. Uh, I can't complain. I'm just having a bad headache, but I'm I'm all right. How about you? You have a big news. (laughs) I do have big news, um, and it contributes as to why I'm doing so well. Uh, I adopted two kittens this past weekend. Um, They are not currently anywhere near me. Otherwise, I would show them to you guys for you who are watching the video. Um, I did post their picture on Instagram and Twitter so you guys can see them. Their names are Leela and Ania, and they're very snuggly and very cute. And are They are. They are. Just we're, we've gone like full on cat parents, my husband and I. So they're, we're very in love. Um, and my serotonin levels are like through the roof. So it's great going into darker weather. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, by the way. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but that's enough about my cats because um, I would <laughs> spend the whole episode talking about how great they are. Uh, Judy, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. We're going to be talking about empathy. And Ooh. also we're going to be talking about awareness, the importance of kindness, and the human connection. But Ooh. before we talk about all of those very important topics, let's get started with empathy. What empathy even mean, Harbor? Uh, that's a great question and something that we talked about a lot because especially as designers the and UX designers, the, the word empathy gets thrown around a lot. And, and so we wanted to know, what is the dictionary definition of empathy? Um, it's a noun, for those of you who don't know. Thank uh, you for letting me know. You're welcome. Uh, the, the definition is the action of understanding, being aware, being sensitive to and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another of either the past or present without having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objectively explicit manner. Also the having the capacity for this. And, and then the second definition of it is the imaginative projection of a subjective state into an object so that that object appears to be infused with it, which is like a really hard definition to read. Um, <laughs> Thank you for taking this. Or like, I really appreciate that you read it. Not You're me. welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the dictionary definition of empathy. But I, I think, and Judy, you and I have talked about how everyone seems to have their own definition of it. Mm-hmm. So I would love to know, Judy, what, is, what does empathy look like to you? What does it mean to you? For me, I think empathy, it's care. Like, I care about you as a human. And, like, every time I think about empathy, honestly, I don't think about it as just, like, related to UX design. In every industry in these days, they're asking uh, employee to have some kind of empathy. Um, But, yeah, for me, I feel like it's care. Like, I care about people. I care about a human being. When I ask you, like, how's your day or how are you or how are you feeling, I really want to know 
because I want to know, like, you know, um, unfortunately in these days, people just like asking the question because they got used to it. Like this kind of like, hi, how are you? You know, that's the greeting, mm-hmm. but they don't really care about like, what's the answer after that. But- also, if you answer anything other than fine or good, people are taken aback and, and obviously these are generalizations, but for the most part, anyone is taken aback or they're like, why'd you answer the question? I didn't actually want to know. And I I remember when I, uh, one of the many hats I've worn was I I worked as a barista for about two years and it was one of my favorite jobs. And I, I started doing experiments just like, I didn't know at the time that it was just user research, (laughs) but (laughs) Uh, like my Triscuits versus Wheat Thins uh, experiment for a long time in my teens, I I would do this experiment with people where for a month or two, I just stopped asking people how they were when they came up to the counter. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, they come up to the counter and I would just say, hi. And nine times out of 10, people said, good, how are you? Or fine, how are you? And, and then I didn't answer and I would just ask them what I could get for them. And no one noticed to my mm-hmm. knowledge, like no one said anything to me. They may have noticed, but no one noticed that I didn't ask them how they were and that I didn't respond with how I was doing because mm-hmm. I knew that they didn't care. And let's be real. Most of the time I didn't care either. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just stopped asking and and it's wild that that's the standard greeting in in the U.S. at least uh, that you ask someone how they're doing, but no one wants to know. Mm. I remember yeah. one of my friends who I worked with at the coffee shop, um, my my friend Buddha, who actually started his own coffee business. Um, it's called Dali Coffee Company, and we'll wow. drop a link. You can go order fresh coffee from him. Um, and like Judy, like you, he's a Syrian immigrant and just got his U.S. citizenship. Um, wow. So yeah, shout out to my friend Buddha. Yeah. He is and- an amazing coffee guy and you can buy coffee from him. We'll put a link to his coffee company in our description. Yeah. Also, congratulations um, to him. Like he's a U.S. citizen. He's a U.S. citizen. Yeah. It's <laughs> so really cool. He's him. a great guy. Um, but I just remember he, we talked a lot about just U.S. culture and American culture. And he was like, I don't get it. Like here in America, people that you don't know ask you how you're doing, but they don't actually want to know. And (laughs) I don't, I don't get it. (laughs) And like, I'm, I'm from the U.S. I was born and raised in Ohio and I don't get it either. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Honestly, it's it's a it's like uh, I think it's a in my personal opinion, it's a bit like problem because a why you ask people like how are they if they, if you really don't care if you don't care don't ask the question it's not about just like you know asking and because like whoever asking like about how we are doing right and like they don't really they don't want to know we got this feeling so why I should answer someone who don't want to know what's going on in my life. So yeah, but what, uh, what's like the definition of empathy um, in your opinion? I think it's kind of the same vein of everything we've been talking about. I, I agree with you that it's, it's about 
caring for someone, even if you don't know them, it's just caring that they're also a human being and also Mm -hmm. having experiences and maybe they're having a bad day and just meeting them where they are and, and letting people feel their feelings and acknowledging that, yeah, you're going through this hard time or you're having a great day. And I, I can appreciate your experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's, it's an appreciation of an acknowledgement and just giving space for people to also be human, whether it's a good day or a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like, that's so true. And again, like empathy, it's not just like related to your ex and it's a huge part of, uh, of your ex, but it's also related to to many things like we are, Mm -hmm. we are doing in life. And if we want to make the place better than we found it, we must have empathy. Like it's, it's a big deal. Uh, Harbor, one time you, you shared with me a story of the lady who ordered from you coffee and she was like really upset. Would you share the story? Yeah. Um, I, apparently I'm just going to talk about my experience working in the coffee shop. Um, but there was a woman who came in one day and she was just kind of rude. Uh, anyone who's worked in customer service knows these customers and anyone who hasn't probably knows these people also, but she she came up and she was just kind of short with me and rude and seemed grumpy. And, and I knew that it had nothing to do with me. Uh, it was just her projection of whatever day she was having. And, and while I was, was making her coffee, like the rush went away and, and she was standing by the counter and, and I asked her, I leaned over and, or I not leaned over, but I looked over and said, like, how are you doing today? And, and I genuinely wanted to know because she seemed like, she was just having a rough day. And, and she looked at me and she went, you know, I'm having a terrible day. And, and I just, instead of being like, oh, okay. Um, Cause again, that's not the standard answer. She was like, my day sucks. And, and I was just like, I'm really sorry. You're having, having a rough day. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that this, this coffee, I don't remember her drink, but that this coffee, I like helps make your day a little bit better. And, and she went, Oh, I hope so. And, and she just started talking about like what was actually going on in her life. Like she just had a meeting with her boss that didn't go well. She'd missed a deadline or something. She was going through a a divorce that was very, a surprise Mm -hmm. to her. And, and like, she just was having a hard time. Like anyone would be having a bad day with those experiences. And, Mm -hmm. and I just listened, like I can acknowledge that you're a human being, you're having a bad day and all of those things. Like, of course you're having a bad day. And I just said, like, I'm, I'm really sorry that you are having to go through that. That's, that's really hard. Yeah. And she just like stepped back and was like, Oh yeah, it's, it really sucks. Um, Mm -hmm. And then she came back the next day. Like I never didn't see her. She, I was a woman I'd never seen before. And she came back the next day and she just like came back to thank me, um, which I guess kind of sounds like a humble brag when I say it out loud now, but she, she just said like, thank you for asking how my day was. Like, I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that it's like how much 
my day sucked and how it was hard until you said that. And I just really appreciate that. And, and I think that moments like that are really important because it's as anyone who's in the design world or is like a decent human being knows a little bit of kindness and human connection goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Um, In that same vein, Judy, you also have a really awesome story of just showing a little extra kindness to someone when you worked at Apple. And I would love it if you would share that. Um, Yeah. Well, you know, uh, while you're talking, it's, I don't know why it's came up to my mind, but in general, like whenever we are doing an interview with company, they asking us like, tell me about time you are having struggling with maybe a customer or like hard time or how, how did you handle it? So I, the reason why we are sharing the story is because A, it's so related, like I think empathy and awareness, they are hand to hand, like to each other. Like mm-hmm. you, Harbor, were aware that something is not, not normal with this lady and like you took step ahead and you ask her, but you didn't ask her just because that's that typical. You ask her because you really want to know what's happening. And, you know, we, we can't do much sometimes, like we are tied, but maybe asking someone will be a relief. Like, I think when she when she answered you, it was like a relief for her, like, thank you. Like, you know, someone finally asked me what's happening. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, I, I, my story, it's like not as great as yours. Uh, no, no, it's totally great. It's, it's awesome. What are you talking about? But when we'll let you guys be the judge, tell us what you think. (laughs) Actually don't. (laughs) Um, but like for me, I worked at Apple and for me, the goal was every single day I, I went to Apple store for me. I want to make that people happy when they leave the store. This was my mission. Like literally was my mission. So one time I had an old gentleman, he came to me and he wasn't like really into technology and like what's happening. And he just upgraded his phone. And, you know, like when you upgrade your phone, you sometimes like have issue with the career and all of that. And like even further, sometimes you forgot your Apple ID and password. So it will take you a while. For me, I think I did my job. I just like I was caring about making sure that he is okay from A to Z. When he leaves the store, he'll be able to make phone calls and receive messages. The experience like was about like an hour or so. Uh, so my managers like keep checking on me, like, why it took you so long? But you know, for me, mm-hmm. like I, I need to take my time. Um, but what was amazing uh, with this guy that he came after a week uh, just to thanks me. And like, it was so awesome. But he came back after a month to check on me and a month later to check on me and a month later. And he kept doing that for years. Like he was so sweet. And like, I really appreciate uh, when, when, you're, when you're having customer who came back just to make sure that you are all right and you're okay. That, that for me, it's like the word, you know, like, thank you. Mm-hmm. you, you can, like when I used to work at Marshall and people called me like, hi, Judy, how are you? I was having the tag and my name was big. It was a big, like a bit small, but they took the time to read my name and they like, you know, they greet me by my name. That was for me, like, thank you so much because like, that means a lot to me. 
But yeah. Yeah. But you I know. I love that story. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But, You're you welcome. Know. But you know what, Harbor? I think as a culture, we talk about empathy a lot. But mm-hmm. do we really practice it? For me, it doesn't seem like it, you know? It seems like they're, yeah, they're, I like to think of it as empathy theater, mm-hmm. where people are kind of like how the TSA at the airport is security theater, but it doesn't actually make things safer. And it's like empathy theater, right? Where we're putting on this show of like, we care about other people and we feel empathy, but it oftentimes doesn't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. And and something that you and I have talked a lot, especially as UX designers, is how do you promote empathy in the digital world? And social media can have really big negative impacts on people, especially on the younger generation. Uh, the other day we were talking about TikTok and, and TikTok trends. Um, I... I've never used TikTok. Um, I'm like a little bit of a grandma and have to look up. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> the little acronyms that people are not acronyms, but like the, I guess they are acronyms that people use. Uh, I, I have to look up to see what they mean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the TikTok trends I saw was uh, their point of view trends. And one of them is Holocaust victim. And, and then assault victims. And, and they're just these kids who, you know, they might be like 16, but they're kids. Like they really are kids who are pretending to be someone who died in the Holocaust or who was at a Nazi death camp. And, and I know that they're doing it for fake internet points and, Mm. and, temporary fame but things like that are potentially really harmful to others mm-hmm. and and so how as designers and I don't know the answer to this I don't know if you do Judy but how do we design products for younger generations that promote empathy and kindness and awareness and because I, I don't think that these trends are coming from a place of malice mm-hmm. and or that they're intending harm. I think they just don't understand that, like, yes, you learned about this in history, but this really happened. And there are people who survived or whose family did not survive, um, myself included, that that's really harmful and and not something to joke about. Same with assault or rape or like your house burning down or anything like that. Um, And so like, how do we, how do we design products that promote empathy and also bring the awareness that what you put on the internet is there forever. It's not like I made mistakes when I was 12 and said things that were dumb that of course, like, I'm in the shower and suddenly I'm like, oh no, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> it happened 20 years ago, but I'm still embarrassed. And, and for us, like you and I, Judy, 
it's just something that haunts us in the shower, right? Or like when we're falling asleep. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of these kids, it's not just a memory. It's it's real and it's on the internet forever. And it could negatively affect their ability to get jobs in the future and their relationships. And I'm definitely going on a tangent at this point, but how how do we design products and create a future where there's a little more awareness and kindness and empathy? I think this is a really good question. Unfortunately, I don't have the answer of that either. Uh, but I think in these days, social media, and especially for younger generation, like for, for me, I feel like I'm really old, <laughs> like compared to them. But um, younger generation, it's it's so easier for them to get in the social media and social me- media make it very easy for people to get famous and they be able to make money out of it. So I think this is this is kind of like both sides, like it's very dangerous in the same way it's really good, like you'll be able to make money. The reason why I say it's dangerous because when I make fun of people and how they look like or how they talk or... I mean, you know, different reasons. Maybe at the time I was thinking that I'm funny. And people laugh at it, which is very dangerous, like very Mm -hmm. dangerous. And I think for kids, like they don't really think about like consequences. Like you affect me emotionally, mentally. I can't be in public because of you and you don't even know me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love Little Mix band. They are a girls uh, band uh, from UK. I start to listen to them like the beginning of this year. They're amazing. And one of the girl, her name, Jessie, they won X Factor. And I was watching the documentary. When she won the factor, she didn't enjoy her winning because she was very sad because people keep telling her she's fat and she Mm. doesn't deserve to be in this band. Like that comment, she didn't focus on the positive that she won X Factor. She was focusing about like the negative out of like the comments and that affects her till I think till now. So for me, if I will have control, I will maybe, you know, ask people to at least like don't follow these kids or maybe tell them like what you are doing it's not right or maybe I mean I don't know I don't know how to fix this because this is a big problem this is really a problem Mm -hmm. and I don't know um I I was talking too much (laughs) no not at all uh yeah I I agree with you that online bullying especially is is a rampant problem and and people are are so quick to roast, I mm-hmm. think is the term, other yeah. people that yeah. they don't know and not thinking about how words have power. And even if you don't directly see the consequences, your actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. And sure, you can hide behind a username or whatever, but you're your words still have power. And, and so 
yeah, our dear listeners, like, be a little kinder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, I mean, we think you guys are kind anyway, because obviously you're listening to us, so you have to be <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, just I think it's really important to remember that your words have power and. Like I remember getting bullied a lot as a kid because I had freckles and I was a little string bean kid and uh, and red hair and and it, it, like in general like it's not great to make fun of people but especially don't make fun of people for things they can't control exactly exactly uh, yeah uh, just and. I'm a big believer that like, if your friends don't tease you about things, they're not actually your friends, mm. but knowing that there's a line and, and when to stop and, and to just have the awareness that like, maybe they're not able to cope with that today. Yeah. Also communication is key. Like just, if you don't tell people that something they're doing bothers you, then they're probably not going to know. So, but that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, you know, um, we covered all the topics that we want to share with the, uh, with you guys. Sorry for that. I was struggling. Also, I, I, what I really love about, like, U.S. as a culture, that my English, it's not perfect. But you guys never let me feel that it's not good. And, like, you know, you, you guys keep supporting me. So I really appreciate that from you. I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to improve my English. So please forgive me if I'm doing any mistakes. Like, I'm not perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I think you do great. And the English language is confusing. I still don't get it. And it's my native language. Um, well, thank so, you for your support, Harbor. I really appreciate it. But yeah. can you please let us know how people can find us, listen to us, email us, chat with us, whatever they want to do? Yeah. Uh, so we are everywhere. <laughs> and we are on we are on Twitter at Give Me a Job Cast. We are on Instagram at Give Me a Job Podcast. You can email us at Give Me a Job Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And we would love to hear your stories about a little like a time that human kindness went a long way, that someone made made a comment that made your day. And yeah, and like maybe your your challenge from us, your homework uh, is yes. Yes. to just, even if it's one thing, just do something a little extra nice for, for people. Like maybe it's calling your mom and telling her that you love her or your grandma or yeah. Hugging your roommate if they're huggy and it's consensual. Um, wearing a mask is a great thing to do right <laughs> now. Uh, where that's, that's a great show of, kindness and uh, <laughs> acknowledging that other people yeah wear your mask stay six feet apart don't have parties <laughs> that's your covid quarantine psa from us <laughs> um, and yeah special thanks to as always malemon our our friends mckinley and asher who wrote our amazing theme song um they are great. They put out three albums during quarantine and have, I think, wow. two more in the mix getting ready. Uh, wow. And special thanks to you, Judy, for <laughs> convincing me to do this uh, and being the driving force behind us. 
And, Thank you for uh, joining me. Like, I think uh, I'm really, I'm really grateful that me and you, like, we're doing this together. Um, you are amazing. You complete me in like every way possible. You guys need to check her Instagram. Like, whatever she's doing, amazing. Like, whatever you guys find art out of, give me a job podcast. It came from Harvard, not from me. <laughs> so I really uh, appreciate you're making that. me blush. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, you're welcome. You're going to make me blush. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, thanks. And like the biggest ever special thanks to you guys for, for listening to us talk about things we're interested in and uh, hope you are having a great Friday. Um, we're coming up on Thanksgiving weekend in the U S uh, if, so we hope that you guys are staying safe and we understand that this is a tough time of year for a lot of people, especially not being able to see family like us. Um, and so we're, we're here for you. If you ever need just to talk about whatever, we Zoom all the time. We'd love to chat with you. Um, yes, and please. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll catch you next time. See you guys. Peace.